And now, welcome to The Approach with Jeremy Seaholm, Danny Finn. Welcome to The Approach podcast number 50, Dan. Number 50. I didn't count that. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it took, I don't know, I don't know, however many hands. and toes. Uh, so we decided to go big on this one. We have Mr. Jeff Surrett with us. Who I've been trying to get on the show for a little while, but this time I actually got to get him on the show. Welcome, sir. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> the dates finally matched up for us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, schedules are tough. You know, we all, all three of us have kids. Yours are almost as old as me now. And it's, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy because, I mean, I remember... I remember when your daughter was born, it just, it seems like it was like just yesterday. And now I just saw she, what, she just graduated high school? Yeah, she's 18, just graduated high school and going to be going to Salem State in the fall. That's, congratulations. It's exciting. I'm very happy, but it also makes me sad. That's wild. (laughs) I mean, I had her on uh, Stars and Strikes when she was six days old. I remember that. I mean, I can still remember it. Uh, Yeah. I still remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, no. Yeah, and you were what? As old as she is now? I mean, no, but I was. Yeah, I was twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Um, so basically, I mean, what what we do is uh, we just kind of we just have a conversation. We just talk bowling, really. Just how? I mean, obviously, we know how you got into the sport. I mean, obviously, your dad, your uncle, your uncle was Peter, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you were essentially just born into a bowling alley. Pretty much, yeah. Um, seeing them on TV as a kid was pretty cool, and I, obviously I wanted to do that. Um, when I was growing up, my dad worked a second job at Candlewood Lanes every Saturday, so I was there for eight, nine hours every Saturday uh, just bowling. Well, I remember a guy I work with. I don't, you probably remember him. Actually, your dad bowled him on TV, Paul. Yeah, I remember. I know Paul. Yeah, so he he kept telling me he was he was um you know I bowled when I bowled Tom Surratt, which actually was a very good match, and yeah, he, he's like yeah. So like Jeff got Jeff got on afterwards. They they threw you on the lanes, and you actually threw the ball. I'm pretty pretty sure it went down the middle. Were you three something like that for your first TV appearance? Yeah, <laughs> yeah something like that. I actually knocked on more pins in that ball than I did in my uh, Stars and Strikes debut. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Yeah, I think I got four four pins and uh, first adult ball was two. <laughs> so wait, how? So your your first ball? I don't know how it was for me. Like you you basically just stand there, shaking. He's like, all right, just don't throw it in the gutter. Don't throw it in the gutter. Don't throw it in the gutter. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, from what I can remember, yeah, it was. Uh, I was bowling against Dave Hodge, which you know, my same age was made you a little bit more comfortable but i mean it's just such a different animal when you get up there oh it, it is and i mean once you get through the first two boxes then you can kind of relax a little bit but that that, that first ball is just like just just stay on the lane don't fall over don't trip <laughs> literally there's like a hundred people behind you that can see everything yeah and if, if you did that they'd let you hear it too <laughs> oh my god they would so when did you first join your first uh kids league um which i assume would be a candlewood yeah, it was. I mean, I was, I mean, probably five or six. Um, they didn't have a very big league. It was more just show up and bowl. Um, kind of transi- transitioned into like an adult youth league in later years. But um, I don't remember too much of it when I was really young. I just remember going to the tournaments. Yeah. yeah and then uh, – once I got a little bit older, I don't know, like 14 or 15, they let me bowl uh, in the adult leagues, which was kind of nice. Well, I remember, do you remember probably about, that's going to be about 20 years ago, probably a little bit more, uh, Mike Morgan and Kucha used to have the M&M tournament. It, it's similar to basically M&M. what the Nico is now. But basically, yeah. I think I ended up bowling Hawk Hallis at, at Candlewood. I had never been there before. And before Hawk got there, I'm walking around and I look over and there's just like you everywhere. And uh, I was like, Jesus Christ. And 
obviously I put two and two together. I was like, all right, that's got to be either Peter or, or Tommy's kid. But I was just like in in awe. I was like, Jesus Christ! I'm like this this kid's like pretty good. We'll have to watch out for him when he comes up. And then you just like, you came up and blew by everybody. Was there a lot of pressure for, for you to be a great bowler with you know, having your, your, your uncle being a stab bowlers? No, I didn't feel any pressure. Um, I mean, Christ, they, they made their own names, and I wanted to make one for myself. But, I mean, my dad never put any pressure on me. He just told me to go have fun and say, when you, when you stop having fun, just don't do it. I mean, right now, getting older, I might might be getting to that point. But, uh, <laughs> um yeah, no, there was never any pressure. It was always fun to me. So did you did you ever get the chance to bowl with bowl with your dad in any like doubles tournaments and stuff? Uh no, just in a league. Um Yeah, like fourteen to I don't know, twenty years old or something like that. Yeah. Tuesday night league. Um he got away from it for a while, as most people did when Channel Five went off the air. Yeah, and that then was, um, that was a big hit to a lot of people. Yeah, so he would do the Tuesday night league, and that that was pretty much it. And then once I started getting into it, he kind of got the itch for it. Um, then he got got some cancer. Yeah. Um, got a clean bill of health and started bowling again. And he actually threw like four twenty one of his last times bowling, and he was really gonna try and get back into it. And then uh, he. Got it again and yeah. didn't end too well. well. Well, at that point, I mean, Carrington was still Borgen, Bowling, Borgen was still Bowling. You still had some of those guys from his era. And then I'm sure him watching you bowl was probably, you know, gives you that itch. Because I know, you know, when whenever I feel like, ah, you know what, I, having a tough time, like, staying in it, stuff like that, I go watch my daughter bowl, and then it's like, you see how much fun she's having, and it kind of helps me stay mentally, you know, in the game and stuff. But that's just how I feel. <laughs> Gave him the itch. He got really nervous when he was watching, though. As you oh, know, it's always... way easier to be on the links. Oh, my God. When Even, even though it was just like a summer thing, my daughter did a um, – you know, Danny does like kids, you know, tournaments for just for something to do during the summer. And my daughter showed up, bowled against three older kids, and her last string she threw her first hundred, no bumpers, no nothing. And like literally, like she needed a spare six, I think, in the last box or a yeah. spare four. And like literally, I'm just like sitting there, my heart's going like this, and I'm like, now I get it. You want you want to throw the ball four, like. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it, it, it's a completely different animal, and, and I honestly think I enjoy that more than actually bowling myself now. Yeah, I feel that way with the kids. I mean, I love watching them, you know, do what they do. My son loves to play golf, play hockey, baseball, you name it. It's I'm just bowling, it's so cool watching. He doesn't enjoy bowling. He doesn't enjoy bowling, but hockey took a took up so much time every weekend. Um, might you get in? Might get him into a league this year, actually. Well, that's that's cool. But I, mean, I was gonna say, I, I'm seeing more and more of people getting into leagues later. Like we were talking, um, Jeremy, like guys like Chris Jones, Chris Dunn, Brant Martins, even uh, Duncan McDougal. Like these aren't typical. Like come through the kids' league, you know, one state, and now all of a sudden they're here at 22. You're seeing a lot of people coming into the game a little bit later now that are still bowling well. So when people say, oh, you know, my kid doesn't bowl, I say, you know, just wait a little bit. They might get into it. Like, I'm starting to see that that coming through. So, you know, saying he might join a league now, but it's like you never lose hope. You might get into it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with more time, obviously, more opportunities. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if he wants to do it, heck, I'll let him do it. Now, you, you got kind of – welcomed into the the higher echelon pretty early like your your first world's team who did you who did you bowl with uh first world's um uh cookie uh billy trefull carrington sarge uh i think morgie was on the team was that the saint joe's team or all saints or whatever it was yeah i think it was yeah and baker baker bover maybe yeah that's yeah, it was um <laughs> that, yeah, that was tough cuz I mean those were all my 
my dad's friends growing up and I didn't really know them. I knew chief. Yeah. You know, very well and cookie. Um, but yeah, what an experience the, the my first year, they, they picked me up at my parents' house at like six in the morning. We were going to, um, Canada and I, they had a limo for some reason. I don't even know why, but they picked me up. And at six in the morning, I get, I open the door and they're all drinking beers. I'm like, oh yeah, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so that was funny. So that <laughs> was, was like, so that was Halifax, right? Yeah. So I wonder if that was my the my first year also. Was it 03? I want to say it was two thousand one. So yeah, 18, I'm pretty pretty sure 18 I was eighteen or no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was eighteen. Oh, okay. All right, so you all right, so I came I came on two hours two two years later. I think you, you were still on the same team, but I think they were all Saints at that point, and I think Sergeant had moved to Main Heat. Uh, sounds about right. Yeah, because I, I remember you I mean, you guys tore up the division that year. Yeah, I mean, good during the week, and then uh, I guess there was one year we got a seven fifty last game thrown at us that knocked us out. So that that was nice. <laughs> I mean, I've told the story a couple times. I remember the first year I went up, we were going next to you guys, and I think you guys were going for the bye. And we we were going to be we were going to be in the playoffs, but I was bowling. I was up. Carrington was up to my left, and he picked a spare in the tenth. He needed eight on it to tie. I think nine to win, and I was getting up for my meaningless ball. And I just kind of like looked over. Everyone's like not moving, silent. You could hear the proverbial pin drop. And I just sat down. I'm like, I'm not getting involved in this. I'm not facing like Carrington's wrath if he fucks this up. And I just sat down. He gets up and he throws a bomb. Oh, that was that was insane. I mean, I mean, the place have a ball in your hand and knowing that you're gonna get this big rest if you throw it. Nine pin break or strike, and I mean those pins just went down so fast. Yeah, and then you know Carrington did as usual, just flip out, and I mean we all did. It was it was oh, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty awesome to see. But 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 the cool the cool thing about it actually was, you know, after we were done, I was just kind of sitting at the chair, up in the up in the pit, and Mikey Morgan came over to me, and like shook my hand. He's just like, you know what, that was really really cool. You know you you realize what was going on and you just, you, you obviously gave courtesy or whatever. And, and I just flat out told him, I'm like, I'm scared shitless of Carrington. I'm not getting his way. <laughs> Cause that, you know, that he, dude, he's such a good, he is such a good dude, but man, nobody more intense on the lines. And I think that's what, that's what like intimidated me so much. I mean, I've talked to him off the lanes and stuff like that. And he's obviously, he's never given me a problem. He's, he's joked around, you know, me quite a bit, but it's just, there was something about him. I'm like, I do not want to get in his way. Yeah. No, I mean, when he's up on the lanes, yeah, he's just mind of his own. He's, he's focused. He, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> he knew why he was there. Oh yeah. No. And, and that was part of that old, that old group of guys that, they were there for a reason. There was really no screwing around. You know, you, you probably didn't even sniff a team if you averaged under 122. Yeah, I mean, at that point, yeah, you're probably right. Because, I mean, most of those guys, those teams went up with, what, six guys? I mean, sometimes they went up with five, which is insane to me. Yeah, no, there's no, <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> I mean, we we picked up Daly and Charlie Collins and, somebody, and Sean Taylor texts me and he goes, I think your I think our playing time just went down. I'm like, thank God. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're not young bucks anymore. <laughs> no, no. That's 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 the thing. I was. I'm like, you know what? Good for them. Just like call me when I need me. You know, you guys need a beer. All right, let's go. <laughs> Do you have any like good? What some of your favorite memories from from the worlds? Memories from the worlds. Or, hmm. or like fun stories. Oh, there was a year that we were in Bangor and this was the year my dad actually came up and watched and Bobby Kelly came up and watched and during that week they had a taping on 
I think it was Tuesday for Styles and Strikes in Nashua. So I think Cookie and I want to say Carrington stayed back for the taping. And we got the ball um, with Jeff Atkins that, that day, or maybe even a couple days. Um, but my dad and Bobby Keller in the back. And all of a sudden, you just see people evacuating. <laughs> Bobby let one rip and cleared <laughs> out the, like the first 10 lanes. I've never seen anything like it. It's <laughs> impressive. I'm telling you, it was awesome. <laughs> that's, 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 that's hilarious. I mean that that's what the week is. It's just guys being guys. Yeah. Um, you know, you're up there, you're having fun, you're busting each other's balls and obviously they're to bowl and to try and do well and win, but I mean every year there's always something that you just kinda ride and it, it's just it's such a blast. It is. And if and if you're with the right group of guys, it, I mean it could be it could be the best week best week of the year. It you know, um, yeah. like not to really like mention it but this this was the first this past worlds was like the first team that i've been on where i actually felt close to people and you know it, it felt a lot more of a team that i had been a part of you know and it, it was a really really oh, good I experience yeah as you know i mean that goes that goes a long way man you're loose you're having fun um you get so many extra pins that you just don't even think of when you're just enjoying yourself yeah, it, it was. I mean, there was pressure, but I mean, it was like you said. You're loose. You're you're mm-hmm. you you're just having fun, and you're and when you're bowling well, it just it, it just kind of rolls on. But like after after you left All Saints, you moved over to Maria's, where you got your first world's title. Mm-hmm. What was what was the what was the feeling when you when that last frame ended? I mean, that was that was a fun year um i mean bowling with holbrook zap wit i mean my, my dad bowled on the friday night league with with holbrook yeah and i mean christ he's still zipping them in there um but i mean i don't want to say i was like 25 but i mean to bowl with those kind of guys and i mean they had me bowling anchor that, that was just crazy to me um that they had that kind of trust if it you know came down to anything but i mean they just they had fun. Um, you just bowled. And that I was mean, it. And I, that, I, that week, we just destroyed everybody. I, I mean, I, I I get it, though, because I, I feel like that era, you were on a tear that I don't know if people are going to see again. Like, that consistently. So, I mean, I, 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 I get it. I have a hard time talking about myself. So, I no, mean. I, and I know, you, I know you do. But, I mean, as somebody who has had the pleasure of watching and in awe of i mean to win one easter tournament is you know that that's a feat among itself but i mean would you have five yeah i really enjoyed bowling there for call it eight years nine years um i was just very comfortable up there um even the year before uh, my first one, I came in second, and it's just—it was a crazy run where the the confidence level was through the roof. Um, and you know when you got when you got a lot of confidence going in, good things happen. Um, oh, of course. Now it—I mean now nowadays, I mean <laughs> you're throwing so many extra balls, <laughs> they, you know, no place falls like they used to, and uh, my, my ball doesn't seem to work anymore. With that place. <laughs> Come to Mills. Yeah, they <laughs> fall pretty good. I know. So I mean, what, what pretty did, good. What did, what did Craig average last weekend or whatever? One forty four for 130, ten games. One thirty eight. Oh, is that? Yeah, like? I don't. Uh, he had thirteen eighty seven. Yeah, that's it. We did find that that's not the high ten. We found uh, Dick O'Connell had a fourteen hundred in nineteen ninety one. Sounds about right. But. So, so for like the Easter class, I've I've actually never bowled it because we've always had Easter. You know, we've always had family over and stuff like that. Um, did you have like a strategy going into that, like a way to pace yourself to not basically blow up halfway through? I mean, twenty games is a lot of games. 
It is. Um, I'm early on. I mean, I would definitely save some energy when I could. Um, third ball, nine drop with wood. I mean, you ease up quite a bit knowing you're going to throw a lot more third balls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't really get ramped up until like nine and 10. Um, knew if you finish well, try not to eat too much during the break. Um, the years that I won, I had a really, really good starts to the second half in the 11th and 12th. And I mean, that, that surely helped a lot of guys go in there. They eat too much camp end over after 45 minutes. Um, see, but just staying loose is, is such a big thing. See, I can't, I would have to just basically pick throughout the day. Like I, I can't eat a lot. So I'm yeah. basically, I would probably just go into the bar, grab a hot dog. And I'm like, all right, I'm good for like two more hours. Uh, maybe, you know, grab a thing of chicken fingers, you know, like later on, like I, I can't fill my stomach and then, you know, bowl for another nine hours. So yeah. I, I mean, I've it, never it, done it before. <laughs> so you both had a break, right? Yeah. I've, how long is the break? Is it, it's gotta be like at least an hour, right? Um, I would say around 45 minutes by the time everyone gets in yeah, I there. Think that's, I think I mean, that's I the part that would kill me is that break. I don't know that I could do 20. Period. Yeah, I usually try that break, I think, bring like a hoodie or something to stay warm, keep the muscles loose. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was a lot easier back in the day when I was younger to, to stay loose, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you've you've done that. Now, one of the things I, I did want to did want to talk about. So, around like 2009, like the Pro Tour. Like the WCBC, it, it, it seemed to be dwindling. Um, so basically, you, Zappy, Barber, Macintosh, and I think it was a Danny Allard that yep. came up with the idea of the Pro Tour as we know it now, the Pro Series. How did basically how did that conversation start to where you like we figured something needed to change? Yeah, I mean, looking at the. <laughs> The members, the numbers that we had the last couple of years, I mean, they were really, really low. Um, maybe 20 guys. See, that, that's that's um, insane to me. Yeah, we knew we needed to change something. Um, so we just started talking about it and then come up with some, some ideas. Um, we just knew we had to do something because, I mean, we still liked the bowl. We didn't want it to die. No. Um, I mean, do you think it was like some of the newer, the younger guys coming up that just didn't want to keep bowling ten stringers? Because honestly, I mean, I could have. I love ten stringers. I could have. I. I mean, I, I just I kind of think that the ten stringers put a lot of people out. Um, didn't really have a shot to win. It's true, because um, well, yeah, because they figure, you know, that the better bowls are always gonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had your your handful of guys that were going to be at the top but also two people didn't want to work towards it you know what i mean they just get they just wanted a better option Um, yeah yeah so i've I've had that conversation with 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 dave and he's just like you know everyone's complaining that the same guys are winning he's just like be better get better this is that's how barbara started i mean you know like i just I mean, I get what they're where they're coming from. It's like, okay, you know, we want a shot too, but at the same time, like you still have to put the work in. Yeah, of course. I mean, Bar- talking to Barry, he's a good example. I mean, he was, uh, I don't know, high teen bowler. Um, I remember him bowling fourteen hundred on the Pro Tour before he even hit thirteen hundred. I mean, he was working his butt off. I mean, he had a p- good place to go at Lucky, but. You know, he he put in the time, put in the effort. He wanted to get better. Yeah, and and I hope you know where where Danny has like the 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 ACST where he's got now three three divisions. You know, it it kind of gives those guys that have four. We have a kids division now. There's a D. There's a D league. You have a D league. We have 128 bowlers, and that that's with Maine possibly not coming back. If Maine comes back, we'll have over 140 bowlers. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so the ACST has four divisions. Well, 
And <laughs> but, but I mean, like you know, that, that what a lot of it was is we found out that there was a lot of a lot of bowlers at, at the level where they said, you know, I can't beat, you know, in this day and age it would be, you know, Justin Watt for ACST wise, Justin Waters, Jeremy, you were in the ACST at that point. Sean Taylor was in the ACST at that point. And it was, let's create something the next tier down that, you know, maybe if the guys win, they'll get that confidence boost and be kind of a feeder into the A. Then we found out we did a feeder into the B and now we have a feeder into the C, but we've kind of piggybacked off of what, um, Kate and Matt, uh, Kate, my wife, and Matt Nichols created with the ACBT, we're kind of feeding bowlers to each other because there's a lot of bowlers that wanted to compete. They just didn't want to compete against you guys, basically. And I think, and, and Barber has had this conversation with us as well, that that's going to be your next crop. And I think that's going to be help the game a lot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when you're, when you're bowling in those head-to-head matches, I mean... <laughs> Obviously, I mean, it just makes you better. The competition you're bowling against makes you better. And it does. And, and, you know, if they see that average rise up and, you know, a little bit and be like, wow, like the, the, the A is like right within my reach, you know, yeah, an extra two pins a frame or, you know, an ex- you know, something like that. You know, people don't realize, you know, an extra pin a box, you know, a big difference. Oh yeah, I mean, three marks a game to four marks on a game is a huge difference. Yeah, and yeah. it's it, look it's at a guy not like, as far uh, away as people think. Yeah, I was gonna say, look at a guy like Dan uh, Dan Esdale. We had him on the podcast recently. You know, he was a ten pin bowler, switched over to candle pin. He was averaging like one hundred seven. Joined the ACST in the B level, averaged I think one fourteen, one thirteen, one fourteen in that. Now he's in the A. Got picked up by a Friday Night Pro team. He's bowling out of Millis with Fournier's team, like. I want to see what he's going to do two, three years down the road because he's taken a huge step in just two years because he's had those opportunities to compete in those head-to-head environments where five, six years ago he wouldn't have that. He'd just be bowling house leagues. Yeah, I mean, he well, he got picked up by a world's team too, didn't he? He did, and he's bowling on Harry's All-Stars as well. Yeah, so so even that, I mean, I th- I think you know your your first experience in that tournament is obviously it's eye opening because it, I mean it's just I don't even how I don't even know how to describe it I mean it's nerve wracking but at the same time like it, it it brings you to the to the to the real world like real quick as to how good like these guys are and how good you need to be. I also think he's going to get a lot of strings on that team. <laughs> That's they good. lost both Douglas brothers. They lost both Prey. So I think he's gonna he's gonna get some reps. And good for him. You know, he's yeah. he's he's a good dude. He's a good dude too. Um, but I just I just think there's more doors to that pro level that wasn't there just a few years ago. Yeah, for sure. There are there there is a hundred hundred percent. Um, but yeah, obviously the you know the pro tour is still going still going strong. I mean, it seems like numbers have actually started to pick up a little bit. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think it comes from uh, the ACST. I mean, clearly it's working. <laughs> I, I, I And I've said it before where I just think now there's more people doing things for the game than I've ever seen before. Like, everybody's running tournaments now, and they're banging them out. Like, you know, people joke about it where they're like, you know, oh, you just post out on the bear and 88 people show up. When we first did it, we had 19, 23 and 17. I think were the first three we had now people are just saying, Hey, thinking about throwing up together a doubles tournament. And then overnight it's filled. Like, it's just insane how many people are doing things. And just the people are chomping at the bit to get into these tournaments, which is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's almost too much. Wait, remember there is I, mean, this, this <laughs> I, I don't disagree with that, but. I'll tell you, and I mean the guys, the guys that that do them all. I don't know how they afford to do it. <laughs> but you remember when we Kinda were talking to when we <laughs> yeah. talked to Olsta, like he was saying, he goes, there was back then there was something every single weekend. He goes, and and you know you could pick and choose what you wanted to do, but you remember he, he bowled a ten stringer in Millis, and he's like, oh, I gotta I gotta bowl another ten stringer later that night at Sammy White's, like. Sammy White's. He wasn't going to, but he threw like a seven something, like seven fifty back five or whatever. And he was like, "Well, gotta go." And took off and went up to Sammy White's. <laughs> yeah, I did. That might be harder than eating a turkey dinner and then bowling a back ten, sitting in a car <laughs> for an hour. 
uh, I don't think anything was really difficult for him, you know. Um, no, just certain people are naturals. So, Dan, you're going to get your question out of the way? Jeff, just a quick question out of curiosity. Have you ever thrown a 700? Yes, yes, I have. How many? <laughs> um, a few. A few. Jeremy, how many have you thrown? <laughs> it's, that's zero, sir. Ah, crazy. Jeremy, back to you. <laughs> um, so did you actually, skip right over to the. Did you skip right over to the eight hundred? Yeah, I was gonna. That's where I was going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not only does he have a seven hundred, he has an eight hundred, which is a hundred and ten more than 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 I have. Um, was that where was that? Was that at Metro? Was that at Woburn? Ah, uh, that was Metro during the state tournament. Yeah. So, how? Uh, is it just one of those days where just everything was just easy? Like you didn't even have to think about anything. It just came out of your hand. Like it, the ball knew where it was going to go. Yeah, um, pretty much. I mean, I've been lucky to throw some some pretty good numbers um, back when the houses were a little bit faster, you'd say. But also <laughs> being a little better back in the day. Um, it. I'd get in these grooves where I wouldn't hear anything. I would just be throwing the ball, not thinking about it, like absolutely anything. Um, but that, that was actually the mixed doubles. I was blowing with Nikki McKeever. Um, I had eight Oh two and we hit 1300 and, and we won. <laughs> <laughs> All that 800, huh? <laughs> I, I, it just, it just blows my mind. Cause I mean, Paul, the guy, Paul Viviani, the guy I worked with, he tells me the story that he was bowling next to Mike Sargent when he went 840. Uh, yeah, I mean, throwing, throwing 802, I literally cannot think of any other pins I could have got. How could and, you? And he got 40 more. I, I, it's, it's totally insane. He he said, he, he goes, he was, he was an animal. Like, he was an absolute animal. He... he it was like 190, 170, 200, 180. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem po- like physically I, possible, but obviously. I posted this didn't. question a while ago. How many guys have, I was going to say, I know I posted this question a while ago, but how many guys have an 800, 500, 200? Like, that's got to be a rare class. I think Matero has an 800. I think Matero's in that class. But it has gotta be single digits, right? Yeah, I don't have five hundred. You don't really? Oh I thought oh sorry. I thought you did. No, no. Um what's your height? Uh four eighty three. Did that so for anybody you, uh, listening at home who isn't a bowler. <laughs> gonna say it's eight hundred yeah, was... for five, five hundred for three, two hundred for one. Yeah, that was. Yeah, um, I, th- I thought for Academy sure. Academy during the Worlds a few years ago. I thought for sure you had a. Um, well, I remember that. Was that. Yeah, was that in 2018? I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I thought you I thought you had a 500 at some point. Jeff. I mean, I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, but. Um, so do, does is Mike and Chris in that conversation? Mike and Chris Sargent for the 852? Well, Mike Sargent has. I'm sure it? Mike Sargent has a 500. I don't think Chris has an 800, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he okay. does. So there might be two does people he? then. Yeah, he, he threw, I think, 808 up in a five-stringer in Maine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's probably one of the only guys that could walk into a bowling alley and say, I, I think I'm going to throw a 200 today and still throw a 200. Well, like New England Candlepins, he hadn't bowled in like five years. He threw like three strings and or three weeks worth of a league in like five years, and he went what four twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, re- regardless of you know people's of uh, you know opinions opinions of him whatnot, he's one of the best I've ever seen. Talent like, like talent wise, he's, he's talent wise, he's one of the best I've ever seen. All right, so I was actually talking to uh, Mike Nardone on the way in. He had two questions for you. Uh, the first question was, when are you going to bowl a doubles tournament with him? I think he wanted me <laughs> to put you on the spot. Um, well, I mean, I guess he'd have to ask me first. 
Well, I think he's making me ask you. I said his answer is going to oh. be, who the hell's Mike Nardone? He went, ah, oh, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> and and no, Mike's the, second, a good the second better question that he had, he is, he is. Um, you know, he, and, and we were talking about it earlier, and I, and I kept telling myself I have to remember to ask this later. You had a lot of early success. You know, you're on great world teams, very young. You're on TV. When you're bowling today or you've been bowling for however long afterwards – do you still get amped up or does it just feel like another day for you? Like, do you get those jitters in certain tournaments or have you just done it all at this point that it's just routine at this point? Um, I mean, definitely during the worlds, everybody feels that. Um, I mean, I only bowl Friday nights in the pro league. Um, well, I mean, along with the pro series and all that stuff, but I mean, the last couple of years have been tough to kind of like amp up for, um, you know, once once COVID hit and we took that break, and um, I, I hate to admit it, I didn't really miss it. And to get back into it, I mean, trying to get that competitive edge back was it took a while. And then I struggled for for so long. Um, the last two years, I've been really off and on, and just throwing some really really bad balls and scores and. Um, but this year we're going to – I'm actually going to practice this year. And <laughs> I, I honestly can't say I practiced very much in in quite a while. And, uh, yeah, this year we're going to go all out for it. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. You know, when I was younger and still working at Fairway, that was the thing. I, I practiced on my lunch. I was like, oh, I can, I can bowl however much I want to. And then that got kind of old a little bit. And then, you know, the last, like, 15 years – I haven't really practiced much at all either. Yeah, I mean, early on, I mean, I'd worked at Candlewood. I I worked at St. Joe's, ran that for a little bit. Um, I always had a place to go where it didn't cost me anything. Uh, Same, I mean, yeah. It, and, you know, even if it was a game or two, I'd just throw on the shoes and 10 minutes, throw two games. And now it's <laughs> – I just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. Oh, no, I – same, you know, same here. It's like, like this year, I'm I'm only doing the ACST this year. Is just I can only, I'll probably do the Pro Series too. But bowling bowling once every other week sounds much more enticing than every week. Yeah, I mean, I think I bowled one time. I tried doing two leagues in a in a week, and. I was throwing the the good scores in the league that I didn't care about, and yeah, and it was back to back nights too. And I honestly, I got sick of bowling, and I, I really didn't want to feel like that. So, so one league it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and with with COVID too, I kind of felt the same way because I mean, we're, I mean, we were home for what were we close three three and a half months, something like that, Dan. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then even that, it was like dodgy. We were open. They were back to me. And it was, we had to be 17 lanes apart from each other. It was a blast. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think I threw a ball for 11 months, 12 months. Well, you showed up to the pro series playoffs and won that. So, I mean, like it was like the first balls you threw, I think. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> I I do better when I don't, when I don't think about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just having a few weeks off, a month off. I just I show up fresh. I got no calluses on my fingers. I can feel the ball, and what a difference that makes. Yeah, but it was like the same thing. It's like wow, well, this is huge. This, this is this is what yeah. this is what life is like without bowling, and you know it. Like, huh? I'm like this actually isn't that bad. But I mean, then then you get back into See, it. I've, and, I've never bowled at. I was gonna say you get back say, I never bowl, like, but okay, like the level like, that you, okay you for go. me it's just the camaraderie of the people you're around. I think I'm on a delay for because it, it, I've never bowled at the level that you guys have bowled at, nor do I think I'm. That's like a goal that I necessarily have. But for me, it's just being around the people, like you know, your friends. A lot of them feel like family if they're not already family. It just that's what I miss more than anything else is that um, being together and being a part of something uh, more so than just throwing the ball at the pins. I think that's what I missed more than anything during that time off. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely agree to that. Yeah. No, and and that's what that's what kind of you know 
sucked about the whole thing. But I mean, you know, I I told Jeff that basically, like, if Danny didn't keep roping me into stuff, I uh, I could probably easily say like, I'm I'm happy with like what I've what I've done. I'd I'd be okay if I cut back almost completely. Like it's 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 crazy, but you know, Danny keeps making me do things. <laughs> I think honestly, I think I have a different perspective than what you guys have because I came into it so much later than you guys did as far as like age wise. Like I didn't start bowling until I was about twenty three, twenty four, um, consistently in leagues. Like obviously I bowled with like friends and family and stuff, but it's a completely different animal. Um and just to see that, like, there is something special in that community. I think when you're a part of it for so long, you may lose sight of that a little bit. And, you know, and I think about even like out on the bear, I don't know, Jeff, have you seen like the TikToks that Kate and Carrie have been doing? But Carrie had come down to one of the out on the bears and saw, you know, it was a full house, people bowling competitively for, you know, we were bowling for, I think they were bowling for 2,500 bucks. And, you know, she, said she doesn't bowl has no interest in bowling at the time and she just said this is a thing like she just that feeling of of everybody together was something that she now she shows up for every single one and does all the tiktoks and everything else because she feels that energy that i think when you do it for so long you you may not realize what it is yeah yeah i mean just being with the guys a night out i mean i i don't bowl in the summer um frank deluca asked me to sub two nights ago with with him and Kyle Bruce and to get out and bowl five five games in the summer which I, I normally don't do I, I had a blast with those guys just yeah yeah getting out the ball around I think also when you do an elite uh, like you brought up subbing when you're subbing in the league that you don't typically bowl in um you get to see guys that you don't always get to see all the time and it kind of mixes things up a little bit I think it keeps it yeah. fresh so Josh yeah, Daly wanted to so Josh Daly wanted to know, uh, what is his? What is your favorite match that you've bowled in? That's a tough one. It is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been quite a few. Um, God, I mean, there's one at the Worlds where we were bowling uh, Kingswood 2025 to 2017, which is just absurd. That that is absurd. Um. Uh, singles match on on TV. I had a great match against Zappy. Um, ended up throwing like a one eighty something last game to beat him. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, 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 it's a tough one. I mean, they're all special in their own way. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I have a question from Rich Lamoni. He wants to know how does it feel to be his mom's favorite bowler? And he said the first time that we bowled, his mom came to watch. His mom pushed Lamoni out of the way to talk to Jeff and said, "You're my favorite bowler." He said, "Mom, I'm right here." To which she replied, "Yeah, but Jeff's my favorite." <laughs> that actually did happen. <laughs> she, she was always such a nice lady. She was always nice to talk to. But yeah, sorry, Rich. <laughs> Some guy from Maine wants to know why uh, he's your favorite. You're his. He's your favorite bowler and. Why is it him? I'm not even gonna say his name. Um. <laughs> well, we'll just say that I'm dating his ex-wife, so I'm married to his ex-wife, and he'll know what I mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> but in all fairness, I love Tim. Tim is Tim is an awesome guy. Oh, he is. We um, Tim is uh coming up with us in November this year. Oh, nice. And that's a, a really nice pickup. Yeah, he's I feel I feel like he's I, I, I haven't bowled on a team with him, but I, I feel like he's he's a pretty good team guy. Yeah, I he's a he's a great dude. Um he's come up, he stayed at my house a few times and you know, we, we just <laughs> we're, we're kinda like the same person. We're both idiots and <laughs> we, have blast, we have a blast together. Um uh, Fuller wants to know, out of all the things you've done in your career, what is one thing you haven't accomplished or want to do? I mean, the only thing I can think of is the um, World Singles Knockout. I've made the Final Four twice, I think. But it would be cool to win it, but it, it, I don't really care if I do. 
Um, I, I haven't bowled it too much just because we're there for the week. Yeah, I, it, I bowled it the first time just because I was like, okay, you know, this is what we do. We, we bowl on Monday. We bowl the, this and that. And then when I came back for the next time, you know, many years later, because Helen would never let me go to Worlds again. Like, it was, she's like, no, we have to put up Christmas stuff. So, <laughs> um, so I did it in Manchester. But then after that, it was just like, I, I don't need to do it. Yeah, I mean, early on, like, I had some really tough, tough luck in that tournament where I first round, I, I threw a buck eight against Steve Vadney. And second round, I, I pulled Mike Morgan. I threw a 150, and he threw a 180 at me. So I'm sitting 330 for two, and I'm knocked out. I mean, <laughs> that was my kind of luck early on. Yeah. Um, I remember. But yeah, it's just nowadays, it, it's just, it takes a toll on your body bowling every day, especially when you bowl 12 games a month on, you know, in your leagues, you know, and, uh, but you know, we're there for the team. And uh, yeah. I just <laughs> want to give my all for that. Yeah. I remember the first, yeah, the, the, my first time up at Halifax, there was, there was one match. It was Mark Gregory against, actually, I think it was Vadney. And Vadney beat him like 170 to 150. And I'm like, how much does that suck to throw a 150 and lose? I'm like, I mean, they both bowled fantastic, and it was absolutely, you know, amazing to watch. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's what knockouts are. It's luck of the draw. I mean, and catching the person when when they're not doing anything. No defense. Well, it's like I, uh, I held a knock. I don't know if you remember or not, but I held a knockout at fairway one year, and you came down. It was the middle of I think I think it was a Patriots playoff game too. <laughs> I yeah, think because so. it was like snowing uh, against the uh, they were playing the Colts because we had like the TV up and everything. But I made the knockout round. I beat Zappy, which I was like stoked about. I was like, holy shit! Like I beat Zappy, <laughs> and then I got you, and I'm pretty sure you threw a 170 in my face. <laughs> sorry, and I was just, and I think you you ended up winning the tournament. He's not really sorry. In case you're curious, he's not. Nope. He's not. <laughs> I was just happy you showed up. <laughs> I love. I, really I, I love it really. uh, it, I wish a lot of the guys today had a chance, like the younger guys had a chance to bowl there, because it was such a good house. It was such an honest house. It, you know, it it, it it's it sucks that it's gone, but yeah, no, I was I was really really happy with the turnout, and you know, maybe want to like actually do more stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, back then, I mean, that was that was quite a while ago. Um, it was nice when those tournaments. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, but it was, it was nice when those tournaments popped up. Yeah, I um, we're, we're right around that hour. I usually end with who would you say is? It's kind of like a two-part question. Like, you know, did, did you watch? I assume you watched the bowling shows growing up, obviously. Who was who's the guy you like to watch? I mean, aside from your dad, like who who was your guy to watch? Like that you would root for? Um, I was like watching Jack Ray. Yeah, he was he was my dad's friend, real good friend, teammate, and I mean the way he threw the ball was just so smooth, mm-hmm. and I mean perfect form. It was just very easy to watch. Best hair in bowling. Best hair? I mean, perfect, like, hmm. <laughs> full head of hair. Hmm. Danny? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm slowly I'm going backwards. I don't know what it's running from, but it's running fast. <laughs> um, um, I, I'll go with Boudreaux on that. He's, he's got a nice, nice dome. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, his, his hair's his hair's been receding since he was fourteen. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I joke uh, with him about that all the time. But, but yeah, like, and you know, was there anybody else that? I mean, uh, I just enjoyed watching yeah. every every week. You know, whenever it was on, I was watching, yeah, like most people were. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I mean, I would have rather been been on the lanes myself, but yeah. when it was on, it was just it was great to watch. It, it, I didn't really root for anybody unless it was my dad or my uncle. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, those those were the days. Yeah, I, I wish I never actually made it to a Channel Five taping, so I never really got to feel what that atmosphere was like. I mean, Channel Fifty when when we were on i mean they they would get a good crowd and like it, they would they would oh. get riled up pretty good oh in those later years they were they were packing that place for the uh the tournament of champions i mean the, those guys were showing up <laughs> before the doors were even open oh, yeah. um but they, they just it was just cool to feel like a like a celebrity you know what i mean yeah. like people wanted to talk to you and you know that recognize you out at the gas station or whatnot and it was just pretty cool. It, I didn't actually get that, but it was. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was. Well, you had the you had the hat on at the gas station. They couldn't see your face. That. <laughs> well, that was also when I had like long flowing hair too. <laughs> that went away quick. Um, but yeah, I mean those 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 were the day. I mean, I miss I miss the Channel Fifty era. Like so much, I'm like I would spend at least once, once or twice a week trying to make that show, and it was and that that Lita became like my second home, and it, and it still kind of is to me, but I don't know, it's different. But I still love the place. Oh, it, it had such a just, yeah, just a feel walking in back in the day when when you're, you're there for a roll off, and I mean Tuesday Thursday night, and there's thirty guys there. Yeah. It had that like this. You, you walk in, you had that like, that Lita smell, and then obviously you had like Garrington would walk in or Morgan would walk in, and this like it was just it was just cool times. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's I miss I miss those days. Yeah, I mean, well, you and I were lucky to to have that opportunity. A lot of these guys missed out on that. I mean, even um, the Comcast show was was great. I mean. Yeah. It was just—it was just cool to be there, and you know, it's—it's it's something different when people are just up there watching you, and there's lights on, and it's just such a great experience. It—it—it it, it is, I mean, and I don't—I don't think just with the way things are going, I—I don't see it getting on a network show again. But I mean, when you think about I'm it, I mean, hope. But they're getting more exposure with 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 things on like YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that. They're actually getting more exposure that way. Yeah, I mean, you need a really big sponsor because I mean that stuff is not cheap. I, I want to say the last year Comcast was on. Danny Murphy said it it cost it was like one hundred eighty thousand dollars to to run yep. the show for a year. Yeah, yeah, he uh, told me about that number myself and yeah. It was. It, that's just. It's. It's so much money, and unless you get a big sponsor, you're not gonna. You're not coming up with that. And, and who's honestly? And who? And who's gonna? Who's gonna sponsor a regional sport like that? Yeah, I mean, you need. I mean, it's a. It's a down way to look at it, but I mean, that's that's essentially what it comes down to. Was wasn't curling like a regional sport like not that long ago? Just saying, man. <laughs> now it's an Olympic sport. <laughs> Guess yep. Yep. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. If, if we don't believe in us, no one's gonna believe in us. That's <laughs> true. But all right, it's past probably past our bedtimes. Danny's gonna be up for about another two hours. He'll probably send me thirty-seven messages that I'll wake up to. You think that's it, huh? <laughs> um, Jeff, thanks for coming on the show with us. Um, it, it, it's always a pleasure talking to you. And um, yeah, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, no, thank thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank uh, you. <laughs> let's yeah. do it again. You know, um, yeah, you're, I I was joking with a guy guy at work who who used to watch the ball and shows, and I, I said, yeah, I said, you know, Jeff came up around the same time as me. I'm like, we had like parallel careers where we kind of started at the same time, and then we're just still bowling now. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> but um. One just has a few more 700s than the other. Yeah. But he's never going to let that go. Well, I mean, he's probably throwing. I'm trying. 
get on that, will you? Get on that. That's. I think that's the only reason he needs the ACST, so he get that that seven hundred. <laughs> not gonna lie, it's part of it. <laughs> uh, no. What was it? Recently, I threw my high five. I threw six sixty one, and Jordan nice. posted something. He's like, "My first thought is congratulations, and my second thought is phew." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's a good score, man. If I got that. <laughs> Oh, thank you. If I if I hit that seven, I never would have let you live that down. I think that I would. One on one in the fourth killed me. <laughs> I, I think I would just be like, I, I, I'm done. <laughs> You'll have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> I know. That, that might have retired Jeremy. <laughs> Probably would. But um, all right, Jeff, we'll let you go. Um, again, thank you so much. Like I said, we'll we'll do this again sometime. Hopefully, I'll you know I'll see you soon. Yeah, man, definitely. Bowling season's right around the corner. I know, right? I feel like it just ended. <laughs> it did. <laughs> this is why I don't bowl in the summer anymore. Mm-hmm. I never did that. I I would never not bowl. In, always bowl in the summer league. I took last year off. I'm like, this is kind of nice. Oh, I'm telling you, when Friday nights are over, it's a wonderful thing. It's a long season, 35, 36 weeks. And it's a late night, too. Yeah, 8 o'clock. Well, Aren't you guys bumping up? I heard. Yeah, I think we're starting at 7.30 now. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a trial run to see how it goes. I mean, was it just making sure people could make it or something? It used to be because people got out of work late. I mean, it was up to me. I'd start at 6.30. kidding me? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm up at 5.30 for, for work. So, I mean, it, yeah. it turns into a long day. It does. No, it, it, it does. I, you know, I told you the same, same thing. I'm in, I'm in Waltham by 7. And it, it's, you know, you get out of work at 4.30. And then it's like, I have to go home and change. And then I have to drive to wherever. You need to oh, yeah. And- I, I saw the other night and. It started at 7.30 at Academy, and I'm like, oh, what are we out of here, like 9.30? He's like, try 10.30. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just sleepy the next, next morning. What can you do? Yeah. Well, at least Fridays you have, you have Saturday, but I can't sleep past 6.30 anyway. Oh, man, I'm telling you. I, I agree. I mean, th- this year we got a little more traveling, but, I mean, so we're, we're bowling at Exeter now. We're not at Woburn. We're, we're bowling in Exeter. Okay. So that's like, I don't know, 44 to five minutes from me. And then we got Millis. We got Hingham, which, you know, once or twice a year. I don't I don't mind it one bit. But yeah. they turn into long, long days. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to, they tried to get me for the Millis team. I, I, I told, I told Fournier, I'm like, I can't, I, I just can't do it. It's a, it's a long commitment, man. Uh, as he took as he took your spot, I think. Oh, did he? Oh, good. Yeah. So it was you. Once you said no, they tried to get Corey Packard, I believe, and then he said no, and then they picked up Ezzy. And he it's so and Ezzy much... knows that because he literally said, "I got on a team because Corey said no." <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like, like you so said. I mean, like it's, a, it's a lot of it's a lot of money. You know, ACST is going to you know tie up money to I have you know a couple house projects that we have to save for and shit like that and it's just ain't that the truth but yeah no I mean it's this year's it's like 50 bucks a week yeah I mean yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big reason why I only bowl one one league too <laughs> yeah, and then you got the pro tour once a month gonna... yeah yeah when are we gonna get you out for another out on the bear this year might be a little bit easier because um, yeah. town hockey is finished and it won't be such a big like four or five days a week. And uh, yeah, I might have some more time this year. Tommy, Tommy's going to be a August freshman. August 27th, and- scratch. Keep it in mind. When is it? August 27th is a scratch. Keep it in mind. August. That's summer. It is summer. Yeah. <laughs> We bumped did you it up not hear, because did you not hear what was, he just said? It was worth a shot. Yeah, but how many summer tournaments can you win two grand? It's true. Um, the uh, the other person that lives in this house that's a female who shares the last name with me. Yeah. 
has <laughs> I, I get a little bit of a hard time sometimes so uh, we'll see what i can do <laughs> Fair enough. i have it out there yeah for the most part I, i'm pretty lucky i mean she she knows it's that that's what i do but i mean if it gets to be too much you'd be like hey all right let's cut back on some of that stuff yeah for sure i mean she knows it is what it is and some <laughs> sometimes it's just easier when we don't have anything and uh yeah so we'll see yeah you know, you're not you're not 25 anymore you know you got <laughs> now you have a, a another small child and you know other other shit's more important Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean, luckily I know that, and it's, you know, it's it's bowling. As much as we enjoy it, it's that's all it is. Yeah, but, I hate to say that, but yeah. no, I know. But, priorities are are where they are. All right, Jeff, we'll let you go. All right, hey, thanks, guys. That was fun.